Connor Happer. I got a taco. One taco? No, nah, it was like five. Mike Schaefer. You don't like a tiny pig? I, I don't have never thought of a tiny pig. This is Happer and Schaefer. We have a PNB. Potential new bit. <laughs> That's right. So last week we uh, joined the interview with Chris Bazinet from the Lincoln Journal Star with a question. 154 yards into a 17 mile an hour win, uh, slight uphill shot. And it led to an argument about my golf acumen and general strength and, and all of those things. So we're going to introduce the iron shot of the week. <laughs> Spots are pending. Spots are pending. I'm going to need a song to go with this. <laughs> oh, we can We can get that done. Schaefer's just going to give us a distance, uh, some conditions, and and we'll tell him what what we're going to hit. Well, what's going to happen from this point forward is I'm going to pick an actual course in a hole so that you can visualize Ooh. it a little bit better. But this one I'm going to have to make up on the fly. And we're going to say it's a par three, gentlemen. First shot, you're 174 yards out. It is a rare, calm Nebraska day with winds just between five and seven miles per hour. It is downhill from you, but there is water to your left. Happer, you want to go first? This is your show. Um, I think I'm in between here, but uh, let's be safe and call it an eight iron. There it is. Uh, Schaefer, which way is the wind blowing? Is it into me or against, or with me? Uh, the wind. The wind is basically blowing from right to left, so it's slightly moving away from you. Okay, right to left, qu- quartering off the right. We're going to call it quartering off the right, <laughs> uh, helping downhill, 174 yards. You know what? It's probably an eight iron for me, oh, too. Maybe, look maybe at a this. big nine. Maybe a big nine if, I'm, if, I'm, if it's a warm day. An agreement which triggers somebody getting a prize or something well, like I that. Well, I mean, you're hitting great. it in the water is, what ha- is what's happening. <laughs> I'm probably topping it about six feet into the wind. <laughs> We're swinging out of our shoes, and I'm neither really, of us are hitting the green. really excited about this. I'm just going to pick different courses that I know both of you have likely played, different holes. This is going to be great. We're doing I love this it. This is, my, this is my new favorite radio bit that I do. Yes! This this is great. <laughs> all right, Baz. Now, unfortunately, you have to talk about Nebraska football for a couple uh, minutes. Ah, All right. <laughs> what we we were just kind of putting together the path to Nebraska staying in this thing um, for a long time, <laughs> potentially winning it. W- what is it for you? What do they have to do in order to get to that point? I think it's a, a repeat of the Oklahoma game plan. It about has to be right. You have to limit possessions in the first half. You know, I think. Nebraska had, what, three possessions in the first half against Oklahoma, or, and Oklahoma didn't have too many more than that, if more. So you've got to, first off, you got to get it to, to halftime, and you got to get out of the first quarter. And, and the first two games, the last two games at Nebraska in Lincoln against Ohio State have, have not gotten to that point. So it's, for me, it's, it's got to be that Oklahoma game plan. You've got to be able to manage the clock and, and, and play keep away a little bit and, and take advantage of your opportunity. It's, it's all those things that we've been waiting for Nebraska's offense to do all year. You've got to execute well enough for that to happen. So, yeah, for me, it's, it's a repeat of the Oklahoma game plan. Just try and keep Ohio State's offense off the field as much as you can. What, if anything, do you think Nebraska's defense, like uh, the key, obviously, you want to limit big plays. Is there an area where you think that they could have an advantage against Ohio State on Saturday? Boy, that's a great question. I don't know if there's a if there's anything that really stands out to me. You know, there we know. 
you would normally probably say in the secondary for a lot of the teams Nebraska's played, but Ohio State's got three NFL wide receivers on yeah. the roster, so I don't think that's an advantage for Nebraska. And like this five week. other bench. You know, is it is it a is it a linebacker? Can those linebackers keep Travion Henderson contained? I don't know if you'd call that a quote unquote advantage or not. So yeah, this is one of those rare games for the defense where you look at it and you go, yeah, I don't I don't really see a a huge a huge edge for Nebraska anywhere. So they're going to have to play a really good game, and, and they've been pretty good all year. So if you're a Nebraska fan, I think you just hope that continues. All right, Bass, let, let's, um, let's transition over to basketball. Nebraska opens up on Tuesday against Western Illinois. Through the, through the two exhibition games, um, what, is, what is the thing that you maybe – has there any, been anything that surprised you at all um, or anything like that jumped out to you through the first two exhibitions for Nebraska? Probably just how how good they have been on offense. I think we all knew they'd be better, uh, but they made twenty three three pointers uh, combined in those first two games. And, and you look at the Peru State game and go, okay, it was an AIA team. They made eleven threes, whatever. Well, then they made twelve against Colorado. So I think that tells you this team's going to have better offense than it's had certainly the last two years, and probably for for quite a while if they're able to keep that up. And it's obviously not going to be there every night, but you know that I think. The 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 game the the game by game scoring droughts are probably going to go away a little bit. They still might happen from time to time, but it's not going to be a deal where we're just waiting for it in, in every single game. I think Nebraska is good enough offensively to avoid those. So, yeah, I, I think I think everybody thought Nebraska would be better on offense. I'm surprised how much better they've been on yeah. offense in those two exhibition games. Are you ready for the Kese Tominaga season? I think you know the answer to that, and the answer is no, uh, Happer. Um, <laughs> We've, I, I'm, all of our Twitter followers have certainly seen the video where I hugged you after he made a three pointer uh, on opening. I hugged another grown man on press row. It's very unprofessional. Uh, look, that dude, if he does what he's done the first couple games, it's going to be completely out of control. Like people already love him. Like he, people start going like you. It's, he's one of those guys that like has that buzz as soon as he catches the ball. Yes. Like he's one of those dudes. And, and if he's if he's anywhere near what he's been so far, it's it's going to be completely off the rails. When he when he got here, I was kind of under the impression it's like, yeah, this guy will come off the bench, he'll make a couple threes, and that'll be nice. He he doesn't really bring much else to the table. I thought I thought during especially the Colorado exhibition, like the way that he get energized the team both offensively and defensively, he's going to end up being a really big piece to this thing. I think. Yeah, dude plays hard. He plays really hard, and, and Fred said as much, right? He he said it the other day. We we expected Casey to play a role, but I don't think any of us expected to expect him to have the role he's going to have. So I think he's even surprised the coaching staff a little bit with what he's been able to do. And, and look, yeah, we all know he can shoot it. He's fun to watch on offense, but man, the dude plays his tail off defensively. He keeps guys in front of him, and he's going to be outside some days, and that's just going to happen. But dude plays hard, and he and, and he's it's it's infectious and it's it's it makes it fun it's fun to play with guys like that you you hate you kind of hate playing against dudes like that but man he's he's going to be fun for those guys to play with and you can just see it he he's he's an energy giver and he gets those other guys going when he's on the court what what are your kind of initial thoughts on on Bryce McGowan's two games in the the two exhibitions uh what you saw and and where you think it goes from there yeah, he's he's interesting. I think he's been a little tentative uh, at times, and a lot of that I think is just being a freshman. 
but the other part of that is too, you know, he hasn't looked out of place, like, you know, athletically in his ability to, to understand the game, to play the game. He looks like he fits. He looks like he's been in college for a couple of years already. And obviously he's a true freshman, 18 year old kid coming in. So he's clearly got a ton of talent. I think he's, just going to get more and more comfortable as the year goes on. It's just going to take a little time. And again, that's something Fred Hoiberg's talked about too. He's, he's not going to be a superstar right away, but you can, you can see the ability. He, he fits uh, on a big 10 roster and obviously he's in a starting lineup for a big 10 roster. So yeah, there's a little bit of tentativeness there. Not surprising concerning he's just a freshman. He's just played a couple games, but by the end of the year, that dude's going to be a stud. And I think, I think it's pretty clear just from, just from his natural ability. All right, this is just an insane question, but it, it feels like it's something that you should be asked. Okay. Who's going to make the most three-pointers on Nebraska's roster oh. in the 2021-2022 season? And will it be more than Andrew White's 87 in 2015-16, which I think is still the most in the last decade plus. I, it might be. I, I haven't looked it up, but it, I couldn't think of anybody else that made more. That's Shafe, that's a great question. I, I don't Thank think you. it will be more than 87 because I think they have uh, too many guys that out. can shoot it. You know, um, So I think they're going to be spread around a little bit. As far as who's going to make the most, boy, it. you know what? It might be a bench player. It, it might be C.J. Wilcher. Uh, if, I, if I had to pick a guy right now, I'm probably picking C.J. Wilcher. Maybe Casey. I don't know if he's going to get enough minutes to get it done. But but C.J. Wilcher feels like a guy that, that is going to make a ton of shots for this team and, and has the athleticism, understands the spacing, and not that those other guys don't, but, boy, I, I really liked how he shot it against Colorado. He was really fearless. So, yeah, give me – you probably got to give me one of those bench guys. If it's if it's not C.J. Wilcher, then, then maybe it is Casey because those guys just play with such a fearlessness and, and just a, a complete lack of – care for for when they let it go when when they cross half court so it, i think it'll be one of those two guys but yeah i don't think they get to 87 we had a very small mini fantasy draft on who would be the who would be that guy this year and both of our first picks would have been wilcher yeah and both of our second picks would have been tominaga yeah i i, I look it latman's gonna make his share i think he made 40 some last year he led the team i think with 43 or 47 last year he might get there again, but somebody's probably going to make 50 on this roster, 50-plus. And those guys, I think, are just going to be able to shoot it at such a high level with what they're going to be asked to do. They're going to be asked to do that, essentially, space the floor, and they're going to be asked to maybe shoot a little bit more from outside than Lad does. So, yeah, it's it's those two guys for me. All right, Baz, we'll let you go. Have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Can't wait for the next club selection, guys. Talk to you next week. <laughs> That's Chris Bazdit from the Lincoln Journal Star. That could be fun. Yeah. The you got to get a tricky driver three wood one out real quick. D- give me like a dog leg yeah. left where you got to lay up, something I'm, like that. I'm already like thinking of different courses and certain unique shots that you get that are right after the drive where it's like you either can go for it or you might lay up. What's or the one at Woodland whatever. Hills where the there the it's kind of a dog leg left. The creek's in the middle. You can't. You definitely can't hit a driver. There's like a big old tree on the I right side. I've not been too. there in a long time. I think the last time I was there, it's on bogeys the and stogies was was rolling around. Oh wow, yeah. really? Yeah. I I don't play Woodland Hills very often, but it's a good one. I think I'm playing in the golf league. Should it exist next year? So mm. we'll see. Interesting. I'm I'm hanging up the softball at spikes. Oh wow! Yeah, what a career move. Yeah, it's it's over. <laughs> I'm like Buster Posey. It's time to go. <laughs> oh no! I don't think you walked out on top though. 
Uh, well, he didn't either. They got knocked out of the playoffs too. Yeah, but he hit like three. He hit like three hundred this year. No, I didn't hit three hundred. <laughs> Actually, I probably did, but it wasn't an impressive 300. All right, so coming up next, we'll have our picks of the weekend, which is now brought to you by Great Clips. So to celebrate our sponsorship from Great Clips, we'll be doing this every week. We're giving away our haircut. and we're, We won't be giving you the haircut. No. We're Professionals away, with scissors will do that. Correct. Um, with Great Clips, we'll tell you about them when we come back, but right now... We're giving away a free haircut. No questions asked. You call 402-464-5685. And your caller number? Six. Six! At 402-464-5685. You are going to win a free haircut, redeemable anytime, from our friends at Great Clips. They sponsor our picks of the weekend. And we'll do that next here on Happer and Schaefer. More of Happer and Schaefer is coming your way on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.